Good everybody, it's Kimmy in the back of the tea of the day. Welcome to episode 64, Sieta y Cuarto. And I'm just going to have a moment of silence. Say her name. Chibiana Taylor. Say his name. Joyce Floyd. Say his name. Eric Gardner. Say her name. Sandra Bland. Say his name. Fernando Castillo. Say our names. Of the many unarmed black individuals who have been killed. sport at this point by the cops. This has been going on for many, many years. And it's up to us to change the narrative. It's up to us to change the system. And it's up to us to get out of this oppression. But we have to be unified. We have to be one team. Not a perfect team, not a half team, one team fighting for one goal, equality. That's why we need to vote. That's why our votes count. That's why we have to vote in numbers. We have to do numbers in every state. So every state gets heard. Every number in those states but through. Because we know it's a numbers game. We know if one state has more votes than the other, that one with the highest votes is going to be put forward as the majority. We can't afford to stop playing with numbers. We can't afford to not go out and make a change. We cannot afford to not know who's in office. We cannot afford to just put someone in office just to put them there. We have to make the right decisions. We have to really do our homework. And we have to do our homework beyond just selecting a president. We have to select the people underneath the vice president, the Congress, the Senate, the state. We have to select these people. We have to select the right people who's going to sit in the, the cabinets to make those hard decisions, those hard rules, those hard laws that we have to follow. So hopefully this election is so important, this election is just so magnificent and so big that we can no longer be okay with this. We have to make change. About making change is voting. Voting is our change. Voting is our voice. One thing that they cannot take away from us is our voice. And once our voices is heard and once we're all on the same page as people, we can be looked at as a people and not a threat. Miss Beyond Taylor, say her name, because she still did not get justice and unfortunately does not look like she's going to get justice for her murder in Louisville, Kentucky on March 13th.
of this year. She was just relaxing with her boyfriend. Just having a wonderful evening in their home. And the cops decided to do a no-knock warning, which allows in Kentucky State, where it's allowed at least, the cops would just come in without any warning to search your stuff for your aid. And unfortunately within that, there were gunshots that happened. So initially, I guess the raid was for her boyfriend at the time, Mr. Kenneth Walker. They felt like he was selling drugs out of her house. No evidence, no warning, no warrant. We're just gonna pop up. Okay. And after them hearing all of this commotion outside with people trying to break in, Mr. Kenneth Walker decided to shoot a warning shot. One. One shot. One warning shot. Just to let the person know who's intruding that I am armed. And that warning shot hit one of the officers. It hit Mr. Jonathan. And it hit him in the thigh. In the leg. Meaning he would recover. He might have to do a little surgery, but he'll recover. He'll be fine. But what did they do? They shot 33 shots. No, I'm sorry, 32. They shot 32 shots. I'm sorry. There was a shooting. So they meant to kill someone. Whether it was Kenneth. Whether it was whoever else was in the house, they wanted to kill someone now because an officer was shot. An eye for an eye would have been one shot, a warning shot as well, right? But you decided with all three of the officers who was um, Jonathan, who was a Mr. Henskin and Mr. Miles. They all was, you know, they're together during the raid. And Mr. Henskin decided to shoot 10 out of those shots. Meaning that the other officers was compliant with the shooting. Was compliant with the Enforcement was compliant with the force, was compliant with barging into people's homes, was compliant with you shot one of mine, I'm gonna shoot one of you. So they were all compliant with everything that was going on. And unfortunately, Miss Brianna Taylor did not make it out of the house, her home. She was shot six times. And she has so much going on for herself. She has so much potential. She was just really just a wonderful person from what we see and from what we hear in the news. She was an emergency room tech. She was only 26 years old. Had so much life to live on the right path. And her life was taking away. 
because they didn't do their homework. And after being taught six times, gasping for air, gasping to be helped, she didn't receive medical attention for 20 minutes. That's 20 minutes. Meaning that there was no calls, there was no speedy ambulance. Oh, but there was an ambulance on site before, but there was at home. Um, so I was kind of baffled how you come into these people's home, you shoot it up, some of your shots land in other people's apartments, but you don't get this woman who you shot, who was not even your intended target for this raid, no medical attention. So 20 minutes later, meaning that you basically let her bleed out on purpose. So, it was a residential shirt, and Kenneth Walker was her boyfriend, and he was arrested. And he was charged with attempted murder of a cop. Attempted murder for one shot. With the officer only being shot in his side. I'm confused how that is attempted murder. But what you did to Breonna Taylor was murder. And only one officer was charged. But he wasn't even charged for her murder. That's that confusing part that I'm just trying to grasp. So Mr. Brett, Mr. Detective Brett, Mr. Hanskin was charged with three counts of Walton endangerment. So he endangered the neighborhood. So he has three counts of endangerment. But if he only shot three rounds, ten rounds, then I'm confused how the other cops are not complying in 32 shots going off. The math, the numbers, the math is not adding up for me. Maybe someone else can explain this to me because I'm not getting it. So this is his timeline. So he was fired on June 23rd for blindly flying through the covered patio door and window of Mrs. Mrs. Taylor's apartment. So, because he couldn't see his shots were going everywhere, supposedly. But on September 15th, the city of Louisville, not the police, the police department didn't give up nothing. But the city of Louisville decided to pay the Taylor family. The Taylor mother um, put out a unlawful death suit. And they received $12 million. Plus a reform police practice. We've been trying to reform this police academy, these police stations, these police agencies. For how long now? And they still need more practice. They still need more 
um, sitting at the table, sitting at the table, sitting at the desk type of the um, conversation. Oh no, it's okay. We're not gonna fire you, but we're just going to not put you on a bill. You're, you're gonna have the desk job for now until you're not, until you're not so hot. So I'm confused. So I'm confused how twelve million. There's no price for someone being murdered. But 12 million, that's it. No 12 million and they get life. No 12 million and they're all charged. But 12 million. On September 23rd, yep, a few days ago, Jenkins was indicted, but not for Taylor's death, but for three counts for endangering a neighborhood with his shots. So, he's in, he's in jail. I don't know how long he has. I don't give a fuck how long he has. The fact is, he was not charged for a murder, but it was his gun that shot her. It was his gun that killed her. It was his force and his tactless and his just it was him who killed her. But he doesn't get charged with killing her. And she's trying to revoke his firing line. But the other officers Nothing happened. They'll get arrested. They'll get charged. They just get a pat on the back. Good job. And they get to sit in a comfortable little desk now. Instead of being on a field. I guess so they can go to what? The quote unquote sensitivity training. Or the training can stop harassing black people. What practice are are we doing? I'm confused. I need to know. But people wonder why we're in an uproar. They wonder why we're angry. They wonder why we're bitter. They wonder why we need change. And the things that we're seeing is just mind-blowing. It's mind-boggling. It's just upsetting. It's hurtful. It's just I wish I knew how black people could just be okay. I wish I knew how the color of my melanin skin doesn't alarm people and make them threat, make them afraid. I wonder how my melanin skin would not threaten a white individual to where he'll literally hunt, kill me, and get off. I wonder how black men and black kids in America can wear a hoodie and just be going to the store, just be going home, 
after getting their Arizona and a bag of chips. Because you look like someone else or because you feel like because I'm darker than you. I have a I have a I'm black that I'm a threat that you can hunt me down and kill me and get away with it. How is that possible? How is that even constitutionally, racially, how is that just in language term, how is that fucking possible? How is that okay? How is when we get to court, how is the judge okaying these motherfuckers getting off? In your heart of hearts, do you believe it or are you just filling in seats or not filling in seats and just being okay with another person dying? Because of an officer of the law. But then you want us to be okay with cops. You want us to be friends of cops. You want us to be homies of cops. But the cops are just killing us. In numbers. And like I said before, they're basically kind of killing us for sport now. It's a sport. What nigga could I kill today? And get away with it. What nigga can I kill today and get away with it? I'm not a political person at all. But what's being put in front of your face with all of these cases, with all of these deaths, especially being highlighted, especially like the video cam from um, Mr. Rihanna Taylor's apartment. It didn't really show as much as of yet, but hopefully we get a lot more details into it. But all you've seen was their showcasing. You bit their showcasing, and it was a lot. But hopefully, us as black people, us as melanin people, us as colored folks, us as people who are strong, who are important, who are fabulous, who are strong. We really need to wake up. We really need to understand, begin to understand the judicial system so we can break it down and rebuild it. We really need to start understanding the political parties and what they stand for. And exactly how many votes each state needs. Who else we're voting for besides the president? Yes, the president is the greatest, like the big person. But what about the other people? Because he's just the face behind every other bill that gets passed. Besides, behind every law that gets approved and denied. It's about our livelihood. If we pick the wrong president, like we've done this one that's in office already, clearly we see that. But if we don't pick the right president, we don't pick the right electives and senates and the right people to sit at the table, our rights will be taken away from us. And me as a gay, black, 
I can't afford that. I cannot afford to one, not get a job for being white, and then not getting a job for being gay. Or just going back to being closeted or making it seem like it's unnatural or unnormal to be gay, because it's not. Us as black people, we really need to understand that we don't need to be in a, a world or society where we're telling women what they can and cannot do to their bodies. Because those are bills that were passed to protect women's rights to their bodies because it's theirs. Laws for marriage, laws for the LGBTQIA plus community. We need to make sure our trans community, our trans brothers and sisters just is taken care of. Is safe. Is okay to live their lives the way they need to live their lives. And not have a bill or law restrict that from them. Because that's not the human right. Everyone deserves human rights. And unfortunately, Breonna Taylor did not get that human right. A human decency. She was murdered. And we're tired of how, of previously seeing white cops basically killing us and nothing happening. And if something does happen, it's not to the magnitude it needs to be at. Now let's imagine all of the murders that we don't see. All of the police incidents, incidents that we don't see, that doesn't get covered on the news. Imagine all of those other black men and women who was killed by the cops. And there was no headline, there was no story, there was no end. There was no repercussion, there was no We need closure. We want closure. And that's what we need. And that's what we want. And that's what we deserve. We deserve to be treated like humans. We deserve to be treated fairly. We deserve to let are black be beautiful. We deserve to not be stopped by a cop just because we're black. And they need a quota to make. That's the society. That's the racism. That's the systematic racism that we've been dealing with for generations and generations. But by the book, we stand as united motherfucking friend. I say no. I'm done with this racist shit. I'm done with this system. This system isn't working and it hasn't been working. And ultimately I'm done. And I'm ready for change. I'm ready for real change. 
Protein C is great. Gluten. Not effective. Protesting. Effective. I understand why gluten happened. But it wasn't effective. Because we're fucking up our neighborhoods. However, change needs to happen. And we need to make it happen. By voting on November 3rd. Getting involved in your community. Seeing what issues you have. We need to make the change now so we can make history. So our ancestors can live better than we have and witness more freedom and more just openness than we have. Please go on and vote. And please never forget Don't let them die and, not die, don't let them be murdered in vain. Don't let their deaths be in vain. Don't ever forget when they were murdered, what happened. Let that be a depiction of what you want to change. Unless make it fucking change. Thank you for listening to episode 64 of my podcast. This is definitely an emotional topic. Because I'm just tired of seeing the rest in peace. I'm tired of seeing these broadcasts. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I don't know a lot of people feel tired. I know a lot of people may feel hopeless or helpless. We're not. We're powerful beyond measures. We just have to tap into that power that we forget that we motherfucking have. So please, if you don't do one thing, do something. Don't just stand there. Speak about it. Tell your friend about it. Have a conversation. Conversations equal change. Willingness equals change. Tiredness equals change. And this country needs a change. Thank you for listening. Please share. Please hit me up if you want to have this conversation. If you want to have other conversations. If you just want to tell me what you thought about this. My Facebook is Akeem Holder. My Instagram is Mr. Holder. Thank y'all again for listening to Kimi with the C's channel.